This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. Oakland A's baseball is just around the corner. The pitch to Ramon is drilled to left center. Way back. How far will it fly as the A's take the lead? Mariano drills one up into the seats in left center. A high set, the leg kick, the pitch. Fastball strike three called high octane at 95. It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access with Chris Townsend starts now. We've got a three-game set starting tonight between the Athletics and the Mets coming your way here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Caprillion up against Singa. The Ghost Forkball is in town. Two right-handers getting after it. Mark Canna, our old buddy, former Oakland Athletic, is going to join us in moments. But first, welcome home, Vince Catronio, after the first long road trip of the year. Yeah, it's good to be back. There were some good things that happened on the trip, Tony, but as we know, the record is what it is. The A's gave up a lot of runs. Uh, the offense did show signs of coming to life in Baltimore, which I think is is encouraging as seeing Brett Rooker have a little bit of a, of a breakout in Baltimore as well with the two home runs and the five RBIs yesterday. He's getting a chance, and he's playing today uh, as a DH against a right-hander. So that's, you know, the guy's performing. You're going to give him a chance to play. And hopefully this is a chance for the A's to – try to gain some momentum with the with the offense and try to pair that with some more consistent pitching. Got to stay away from the walks. Got to stay away from the hit batsmen. The free passes, as Mark Hotsay talks about. And uh, get the job done. Let the defense do the work, and hopefully it, it leads to some victories here at home. And the biggest thing this weekend is going to be the 50th anniversary of the A's beating the Mets in the 1973 World Series, their second straight World Series title. I don't know how many times we're going to be able to honor these guys going forward. That's why I think it's really special this Sunday that everybody get out to honor some of the greatest players and one of the great teams of all time. Yeah, we certainly know, Tony, how hard it is to repeat, and that's bared out. You know, with how many times a team has repeated the world to win the World Series since the Yankees did it in the late '90s, and the answer is nobody. So it's it's a challenge, and it just speaks so highly of. 72, 73, and 74, and it was so unique, Tony, with, with that Mets team that won only 82 games that year with that good young pitching, you know, Seaver and Matlock and Kuzman, and, you know, the A's had their pitching with Vida and with Catfish and with Blue Moon, and it was just great to see, but the A's came back to Oakland in that series down three games to two. They had to win the last two games here at the Coliseum. Reggie, as we know, was not a part of the World Series in 72. He really made it a mission in 73. He won the MVP during the regular year, and then he won the MVP in the World Series. It was, you know, it was a guy that really felt like he wanted to he wanted to carry things, and to a certain extent he did that, and he did that, that and more. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun on Sunday. Have a great call, and I'll talk to you after the game. <laughs> Sounds great, Tony. Talk to you later. Vince Catronio going to have the broadcast with Johnny D tonight right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Well, you know. Every single time a former A comes to town, we like to get him on A's Cast Live. We talked to Mark Canna earlier today. You're going to hear it next right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services. 
specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. This is A's Total Access. Well, earlier today, we had a chance to hook up with our buddy Mark Canna. Great to have him back in town. And we just asked, how's life going? Everything's good, man. We're um, just enjoying life, enjoying baseball and, and everything that brings and the fun adventures. And, um, yeah, just uh, having fun with it. And it's crazy how fast it goes and how fast they grow, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, when I was here, they were like, you know, little babies playing with Stomper, and now they're they're like, they feel like they're little adults. <laughs> they're, they're only five and three years and three years old, but they're um, they're great. They're they they love it. So so far this season, you guys are what a game over five hundred. It's early in the season. How do you feel about the club? Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing great. You know, it's we've had some some tough matchups early on, and. Um, it's been been fun competing. It's just it, the first couple of weeks, you know, it's just fun to get back out there and and get back to competing while it counts, you know, yeah. so spring training. So it's um, that's what I looked forward to the most at the beginning. And I think about your guys' division, fun division to play in, right? You know, with the Atlanta Braves, you got with Philly, what they were able to do last year and end up going yeah. to the World Series. And, of course, I mean, here comes the Marlins. They got some young talent. This isn't an easy division. Yeah, it's very competitive. Um, it's kind of like, you know, there's no easy ones, really. Um, even the, the Nationals and the Marlins, who are, you know, not the favorites to win the division, but they, like you said, they, they have a talented group of guys. So um, maybe not the big names, but, but guys who, who baseball players know can, can really play. You know, one thing that's coming out really like today is we're getting ready for this weekend of baseball, and this will be, what, the 15th day of the season, is all the new data coming out about the new rules. Mm-hmm. How have the new rules been treated? Um, I, well, I have one strikeout so far via the pitch clock, so not too bad. Just, <laughs> just, just been punched out once. From How the odd clock. was that? Um, it was odd. It, it's odd. There's different, you know, it, it manifests differently in each stadium a little bit there some places it feels a little quicker some places it feels slower so it's that's something we're learning too is as you go to different stadiums kind of pay attention to like 
how quickly are they starting the clock and, and that kind of thing. So it's it's a mixed bag so far. And you used to have it to where the at-bat was at your pace a little more than just, here we go, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. What is that like now adjusting going from your pace to it's the clock's pace? You have to get in. You have to look at the pitcher within eight seconds. Uh yeah, I mean it's it's different. It's you gotta. It's a huge difference. The game's completely changed, and you have to um, adapt or die. Yeah, yeah. Because so, as you said, if you don't get in, they're calling the strike no matter what. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's go time. There's a lot less thinking. More uh, you have to be more reactionary and less uh, thoughtful, and just kind of go out there and play on on instinct more than than doing anything like approach wise or mentally while you're while you're up in the box it's got to just be faster and i think for someone like yourself as playing in the outfield we always remembered you with the ski mask on and like cold games early in the season in new york late in new york you're going to get cold games what do you think so far about 26 minutes has been knocked off the game how do you feel yeah. about much quicker games i think it's good i mean overall the pitch clock there's certainly um things that we're going to be working through as the season goes on and, and we're things that we're going to be having to get used to, but I think it's good for baseball. I, I, you know, nobody likes going to these games with a bunch of pitching changes that take three and a half hours. That was not really fun for anybody, I think, and um, I think it's better. To hear the entire interview, you go to athletics.com slash A's cast, or you can watch it on the A's YouTube channel. Coming up next Danny Wexelman, who works around the New York Mets, will join Jessica Kleinschmidt next, right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. Unbeatable mileage from Chevron with Techron unlocks all kinds of unbeatable trips, like to family dinner the next town over, or to a family wedding the next, next town over, or even to a family reunion over the river and through the woods at Grandma's house. Any drive is worth it to see Grandma, especially when you can stop along the way for unbeatable cleaning power from Chevron with Techron. Your engine will be thanking you for making the trip. Download the Chevron app now and find unbeatable mileage near you. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. A's cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball. The fish is Seth Brown now, and he drills one to right, way back, and no doubt, and that quickly the A's have taken the lead, second deck. This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron. Welcome back to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. Joined today by MLB Network Radio's own Danny Wesselman. You can see her also talking all things Mets and New York, New York baseball over there at SNY. 
the Mets will come to Oakland for a three-game stint. So, Danny Wexelman, my dear friend, how are you today? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited for this series. But more importantly, I get to talk baseball with you. <laughs> I know. It's the dream come true for both of us, really. And, yes. and I'm glad that you wanted to talk about not just the Mets, but how hot they are coming off of a strong series win over the Padres. And I wanted to start with Pete Alonso. It's different for me to use the term under the radar for a guy. Six home runs this season so far. Looks like it's an MLB leader at this very moment. And beyond the power, the way he's approaching the plate is just admirable. It feels like he's matured a lot in that. What's been working for him? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. He came into camp, and I noticed right away, like, he looked different. He looked like he had trimmed up a little bit and maybe spent a little more time working on that part of his game, not just the plate approach or what he's doing in the field because he takes so much pride in his defense. But I felt like he really invested some time in his body, which I think is important as you get a little bit older, take extra care of yourself coming into camp. So that was the first thing that I noticed about him, but I think also everyone always wants to know how many home runs is Pete going to hit? What's Pete going to do with the plate, right? He's got those derbies under his belt, and so he's got the power. But I think what impresses me even more is his ability, like you said. I think he's tied for the league lead right now, actually, with our friend Melanie Newman's Orioles, Ryan Mountcastle's up there too. But, of course, he, yes. So he's got that power, but he also – I think is clutch. I think his situational hitting, his baseball IQ is so high. And what he does in the field, I mean, the picks he makes at first base, he's got great defense, right? But his ability, I think, to do both because the Mets are lacking power. And so they need Pete to do that. There's no way he's underrated, not in New York, not in the league. I just think that when you talk about power, maybe he just isn't the number one guy all the time, which is ironic, right? Because he has those derbies and we know what he can do at the plate. But I think that what really... I think what we've been talking about over in New York is can Pete beat Judge's home run total last year? Can Pete Mm -hmm. surpass 60 home runs? And I think that that's something that is on our radar. And this guy, they're going to need him. They need power. They're lacking that massively in the league. And so they need him so much. But not only that, the clubhouse presence he brings, the excitement he brings, the energy, and, like, just the passion for being on this team I think is really impressive. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned coming into – camp trimming up a little bit we've seen what he can do during the home run derby and if you add some of those endurance aspects into it and if he's improving on that he can make i don't say easily he can make his way to those 60 home runs once again heading into the season also of course there's a big signing in justin verlander he might need a rehab stint or two in the minors after coming off of this injury we've yet to see him pitch in a regular season with the with the mets but how was the team able to adjust heading into the season with the guy they not only sought out during the offseason, but paid very handsomely. Oh, my gosh. So this is crazy because when we went to spring training with SiriusXM and we got to talk to Buck Showalter, I asked him, I said, what is it like to have a one-two punch like Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander? And Buck immediately was like, I'm not really concerned about that. I'm concerned about five, six, seven, eight. I'm concerned about the depth that we have way before Justin Verlander was on the IL way before there was any concern over the walk that he was giving up in spring training. And so I I thought he was skirting my question, but in reality, that's just how smart Buck is. We'll have part two of the conversation tomorrow, but coming up next, get ready, folks. Greatest A's playoff games, game seven of the 1973 World Series with Vince Catronio next. This is going to be great. A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron.
Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Are you someone who tries to drive while distracted by your phone? Someone who props it up on the steering wheel or peeks down at it for a glance? More just scrolls and scrolls. If so, you could be the next person to get into a fender bender, get a ticket, veer off the road, or even cause a crash that kills you or someone else. Enough with the phones already. Put them down and pay attention or pay the price. You drive, you text, you pay. Paid for by NHTSA. This is A's Total Access. I started out the 73 season in spring training, and my goal was to get into the World Series again and to play in it because it broke my heart to miss the first World Series, and I swore I would give it all I had to get back into the series in 73. Reggie Jackson wasn't yet Mr. October watching Oakland's first World Series title on crutches did plenty to motivate him to get back to the postseason. He dominated the regular year with an MVP performance and continued that push all the way through Game 7 of the 1973 World Series, one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. The A's needed another pitching jam from Catfish Hunter in Game 5 of the ALCS versus Baltimore just to get to the World Series tossing a complete game and a 3-0 win. Then, the A's faced Yogi Berra's New York Mets, a few years removed from their Miracle 69 season, and winners of only 82 games in the regular year. But the A's needed Catfish and Reggie in Game 6 of that World Series to force a Game 7 at home. In that 3-1 win over Tom Seaver, Hunter went 7-plus, and Reggie drove in 2. For the third time in this Fall Classic, Two lefties, Ken Holtzman and John Matlack, faced off in Game 7. Because Billy North was injured, Reggie was in center field and delivered a second-inning gem. Holtzman has pitched two no-hitters in the National League, one of them without striking out a batter. Liner to center field, Reggie Jackson. The designated hitter entered Major League Baseball in 1973, but wasn't implemented in the series yet. So Holtzman, a longtime National Leaguer, could still handle the bat, and he started the third inning rally. It set up a chance for the A's to strike first, and Campy Campaneris got it started against Matlack. The moment for Reggie came three batters later, giving Oakland a chance to distance themselves. Here's Reggie Jackson now. The A's are wearing a Kelly Green top on their uniform today, and through the regular season, they always wear what they call polar bear whites. This club has three uniforms. Today, for some reason, they went to green. Maybe it's a hunch. Charlie Finley changed and had them wear their whites 
in the playoffs against Baltimore, and it wasn't on a Sunday, and they won. So maybe he played the hunch today and took him out of the whites and put him in the green. Amazing how superstitious people are in this game. had a 5-0 lead, but New York scored once in the sixth and tightened the game with an unearned run in the ninth off of Raleigh Fingers, bringing the tying run to the plate. That forced Dick Williams to do something yet again, use left-hand reliever Darrell Knowles for the seventh time, a first in the fall classic. And now the fans realize, instead of this World Series being over, as it should be, but for the error, one swing of the bat could tie it up. Goes back, throws a little looper. Campanaris goes back, says, I got it, that is it! A series MVP for Reggie Jackson and back-to-back -back World Series in Oakland. Game 7 of the 1973 World Series, one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their Easy News website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 3-2, swing and a miss. He went soft and got him again on a changeup. That's seven strikeouts, an ongoing new career high for Paul Blackburn. A's Cast is your 24-7 home for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron. The stat of the day brought to you by Cal State East Bay. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, we got to tell you that Hogan Harris and infielder Tyler Wade have been called up from AAA. 
while Adam Aller and Nick Allen have been sent down to Las Vegas and designated for for assignment outfielder Cal Stevenson, Bay Area kid, who we had up here last year. We wish him well. So those are the moves that have been made today. Stat of the day is Kodai Singa. He is known for his ghost forkball. It's one of the great nicknames in the game, but as Fangraphs has it, it's actually a splitter. Whatever it is, splitter, forkball, it's nasty. Hitters are just one for 14 with a .071 average against it. 60% whiff rate. Tell you, pretty good. The ghost forkball going tonight for the New York Mets. Coming up next, the manager of your Oakland Athletics, Mark Kotze with Vince Catronio next right here on A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. You're listening to the A's Total Access Show. A's are back at the Coliseum. They're going to play some National League Baseball against the Mets. And then the Cubs, we visit with A's manager Mark Kotze. And Mark, Mark, things didn't go the way you wanted to in terms of wins and losses on the road trip. But it seemed like the offense came alive there at the end. And one guy that's really kind of doing a nice job here as of late has been Brent Rooker. What have you uh, enjoyed watching him making the kind of contact he's made? Well, he's definitely uh, made some contact for sure. And yesterday was a great, great day for for uh, Rook to, uh, you know, drive in. I think five runs and they hit the long ball twice and and jog around the bases. And he also made some good defensive plays. So, you know, Rook's a kid that uh, has had some injury history with the Twins that we were fortunate to uh, actually put a waiver wire claim in, and and uh, he's got his opportunity uh, to play here and and uh, prove himself in uh, in this everyday role that he's getting a chance to do. Every season has roster change, and you made a couple moves today. You've sent Nick Allen and Adam Aller to AAA Las Vegas. You've called up uh, Tyler Wade, who's a utility player for you, and also left-hand pitcher Hogan Harris. Can you walk us through those moves and those decisions that were made? Yeah, well, with, with Adam being in the long man role and us going through Adrian as well yesterday, we needed a fresh arm to um, to fill, fulfill that role tonight in this series. And so Hogan gets his opportunity. It's his big league debut if he gets a chance to pitch which is great. And uh, on Tyler's side, you know, Tyler's had a four-year major league career so far uh, in that role that you talked about. You introduced him in, which is a utility role. Uh, he can play everywhere on the field, uh, really versatile. He can play the outfield, he can play the infield. Um, so he brings a lot of components to this team, this roster. James Caprillion gets the baseball tonight. He's made two starts for you so far, a guy that really kind of bears down, especially with the guys on base. But what have you seen in the first two outings from Cap? You know, a mix. I think, uh, you know, there's times he struggles with command and and, uh, and pounding the zone, but 
uh, like you described him well, he's a competitor. Uh, you love to have that guy on the mound that wants the baseball, and um, you know, hopefully tonight he goes out and pounds his own and gets us deep into a game. I might know the answer to this as I ask the question, but you played 17 years in the big leagues. And I wonder, what was the one pitch from the one pitcher that you always knew was going to come and it was hard to do something with? And I ask because you're facing Kode Sanga tonight, who has this mystery ghost forkball pitch, and I just wonder what that pitch might have been for you or, or the couple of guys that come to mind. Well, if you want to talk about a good split, Kurt Schilling had a good split, and Dale Nomo had a good split. It was funny, Nomo, I think I was feast or famine. I think I had three home runs in my career off Nomo, two or three, and, and a bunch of strikeouts. So, um, you know, you call it a ghost ball. I think that's how he wants to describe it. But it's really just a split-fingered fastball that's got some depth to the bottom of it. And, uh, you know, we're getting focused on getting him up and, uh, and attacking him early. What have you seen in terms of the reports the first two weeks with the pitch clock? I mean, you had a couple weeks now. What are the feelings about how it's going, some things that you're – maybe paying a little closer attention to some things we've got to be a little more in tune with as it continues to play out. I think we've done a nice job with the pitch clock. I really do. Um, you know, I have one one reliever that's a little bit sped up in his processes and, uh, you know, we'll give him some tools hopefully um, to, to kind of help him get through this time frame with that. Um, but overall, I think, you know, we've, we've done a nice job. Our hitters are doing a nice job of utilizing the timeout. Our pitchers are doing a good job when they get sped up of stepping off. And uh, overall, I think, uh, you know, these new rules have uh, done a nice job with, with um, increasing, um, you know, the, the activity in the game and also decreasing the amount of time we're out there for. One final thought this weekend's the celebration of the 73 World Series team, a 50-year anniversary. When you hear about that type of history, what that means uh, in an organization, what comes to mind? Well, the four championships come to mind, and the 72, 73, 74 championships are amazing. It's a great feat. I don't know how many other organizations have won three consecutive World Series, maybe the Yankees and... I'm not sure if there's another. You could probably fill me Yankees. in. And, and uh, okay. So, um, but it'll be great honor uh, for us to be here and, and supporting their day and, you know, honoring them and their legacy and, you know, uh, getting to meet them as well and, and uh, looking forward to that day. Ace taking on the Mets. That's Ace manager Mark Kotze. Now back to you, Tony. Yeah, it's going to be real fun on Sunday, but coming up here for the Athletics, the bottom line, they need to get some innings from their starters. So far this year, 58 innings from the starters. That means the bullpen's gone 55, and when those numbers are close, that is not good. they got to get some length. Good news coming out of the Baltimore series, 44 hits in that series, 24 runs scored, so the offense is starting to pick up, and hopefully they're going to do that this weekend against the Mets. The Mets and the Ghost Forkball. Let's have some fun. It's the A's and the Mets. Enjoy right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network, and I'll talk to you after the ball game. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.